2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM XM Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Mickey James. We have two great guests to reflect on the Royal Rumble. It's Royal Rumble Week. How about this? Santino Morella joins the podcast. Also, Beth Phoenix joins the podcast. And then Mark Henry has some interesting things to say about Seth Rollins and his possible role coming up at WrestleMania 40. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I feel like this year it is really, for me, about who's going to win. And I'll throw it out there, Mark, because, listen, there's a lot of questions now about Seth. You know, we're going to hear from Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw tonight. In your heart of hearts, and I know this is an impossible question to answer because only Seth can answer this question, but you talked to Dr. David Chow on Saturday with Denise Salcedo on the show. Do you think we're going to see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania
3: this year? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um I, I I almost don't even want to say what I'm thinking because I feel like it's what really would happen. It's what I would do if I was running it. Um but I will say this. Seth is a soldier, a warrior in every sense of the word, and he's willing to sacrifice his body. For the business of pro wrestling. And it'll look somber, it'll look like he's gonna hand that title over. <laughs> but you're a gosh darn idiot, as Yosemite was saying or Yosemite Sam would say, if you think that's gonna happen. He will risk bodily harm for the business. Seth Rollins is gonna suck it up. And he's going to go out there, and he's going to do his thing. And if it get, if he has to have surgery, then he'll have to have surgery anyway. That's that's the way that I used to think, and that's what I did. And I say I regret it all the time. You know, you know me. Yeah, man, I wish I'd have just went home before I made it worse. But in the moment, that's not the decision you make.
1: And you don't know when you're going to have that moment again, and you're going to have that match again, and if you're going you to be at know. another WrestleMania at a high level, and you know this is, you know, Seth Rollins is the World Heavyweight Champion, but but again, when it comes to injury, you know, it's it, that's a different that's a different animal altogether. Go ahead, Mark. But but Punk
3: is there. Yeah. Drew McIntyre wants it. There's so many guys that they can. You got you got the Rock. You got Kevin Owens. there there's guys that want your spot and if if you give it to them for for 6 months, 8 months while you're out healing up, you might come back and they go, "Hey man, this thing really took off. It really took off. We got to let this ride out." Now you got to wait on somebody? Oh, Dave, it ain't it ain't a good feeling. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's not. Now I know Seth is not going to allow that. Well,
1: he we're going to find out tonight. You know he's starting off Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm very interested what Seth Rollins is going to say on Monday Night Raw. Um, you and Denise had Doctor David Chow on, um, mm-hmm. who knows this th- these injuries well, has worked on athletes with these injuries before. And then you asked, Mark, about, you asked Dr. David Chow about the significance of this injury. And is it at all possible if Seth could be back for WrestleMania?
4: Return to play, return to wrestle has a lot of different factors, right? There's the medical component of when they're ready. There's the athlete component when they feel like they're ready. And then there's the institutional component of the team or the promoters, et cetera, in terms of getting a good match, et cetera. So, look, I put it in the realm of possibilities, yes, but, you know, it remains to be seen if it will happen.
1: See, that was an interesting answer uh, that Dr. David Chow said, Mark, because, you know, he mentioned about what the promoter would want and what the performer would want. We all know Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins goes out there and tries to have his best match, that he could possibly have. You know, it might be a case where Seth Rollins is like, Hey, I could come back and perform, but I can't come back and perform at a high level. If I can't come back and perform at a high level, then I'm, then I i don't want to do this. This is WrestleMania. This is the biggest show of the year. You're, you're judged on your performances at WrestleMania where he's like, you know what? Maybe I can make an appearance, but if I'm not at a hundred percent or I'm not close to a hundred percent, then I don't want to step in that ring that night and wrestle. That could be what's going through Seth's mind right now, Mark.
3: It it could be, but I'm going to go back to um, Dr. Chow. Um, he, He was the head doctor for the San Diego Chargers for a long time. Just to give his name some validation. Understands. Sports medicine like any other. But he also doesn't know wrestling. He's a fan of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I told you, early in my career, The Rock told me, hey, man, you too much of a fan. You need to learn how to be a businessman because this is a business. I don't expect him to understand the business of wrestling. I referenced, couldn't he just put a, couldn't he put a brace on it? I wrestled with a brace with uh, my ACL and MCL torn for five years. It was dumb on my part for doing it for that long. I should have just found the time and, and fixed it and then kept going, but I didn't. And when I did take off running one day, it exploded. And then it was almost a year I was out, so... Um, he said no because of dealing with soccer kids uh the brace might hit somebody and hurt' them. that's That's not a concern in pro wrestling in pro wrestling you sign up for whatever danger comes with every match you have you you getting scratched or cut by somebody's brace is minimal, yeah. Like we worried about living. We worry about not being paralyzed. So Seth Rollins very easily, in my opinion, he could put a brace on that thing and he can keep going. And um that brace can be the reason that the title gets taken off of him.
1: All right. And then let's... he
3: gets time to you know, go and rest and heal up and then come back and say, hey, I'm back. I'm evoking my clause of first match to the title, and I want it to be tonight. Seth Rollins can do that. So, So, I'm interested
1: in what you're saying, Mark. What you're saying is very interesting to me. So what you're saying is, hey, you know, Seth's not nearly at 100% but he's good enough to step in the ring and have some kind of a match with whoever opponent that's going to be because he's going to lose this match and he's going to, and you're going to make it like, hey, he's losing this match because of the injury. So it's almost like it's part of the story. This injury is significant enough that it's going to prevent Seth from defending the championship, but it also shows the heart of a Seth Rollins that he's yes. just stepping in the ring to begin with.
3: He's doing exactly what Cody Rhodes did with the torn peck, except for he's gonna win, or except yeah. he's gonna lose. And if I had my pick, you wanna make a main event, and somebody the main event WrestleMania and throw a monkey wrench in the whole plan, you have CM Punk come out and say, Hey, you talk about being this warrior, you talk about being this This guy that wants challenges. How about tonight in the main event? Can you imagine him opening the show and then closing the show and losing the title to Punk? It's gonna. It's this is this. I'm telling you, Mark. You grabbed your heart right now, just like uh, like Fred Sanford and Sanford's son, Elizabeth. uh, I'm coming to join you, honey. And CM uh, Punk is the new world champion. Yeah,
1: I said it's, it. Yeah, it's damn sure did. It's a very it's it's a very good possibility. And again, is CM that means that you know, most likely CM Punk would win the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Mark, this raw is extremely important. This is an important Monday important. night. It's a super important Monday night raw. All right, I want to go back to that interview that you and Denise did with Dr. David Chow, and this is what else Dr. David Chow had to say about Seth Rollins' injury.
2: The MCL part
4: doesn't seem too bad. MCL part usually does not need any surgery. A meniscus tears sometimes need arthroscopic surgery, or often do. And, uh, you know, the recovery from that, you know, quick trims could be as quick as four to six weeks, but longer procedures can go into the months. So uh, need more uh, details uh, on that.
1: So that's interesting to me now, too, because he was just saying it depends on, the significance and the surgery, so he could have a surgery where he's only out for four to six weeks. Now, we're we're, we're kind of that we're, when you look at this time, you're, you're take, right at it. You're right at it, you know. And then you have to factor in rehabilitation, coming back from the surgery as well. Are you well enough to step into the ring? Like, man, it, listening to that interview with Doctor David Chow, there is so many different factors here because it's not clean cut it's a longer surgery forget about it he's off he's out there's no way he can recover it's if it's a shorter surgery it's possible but again you don't know how a body is going to react to a surgery how the body
3: bounces back those are factors you can't tell yeah but they're not wrestlers they're not dealing with pro wrestlers people don't realize how fucking tough we are Dave I Dr Andrews I, it's not breaking any hip laws because it's me. Dr. Andrews did double I tore the meniscus in both knees at the same time, taking a bump on the stairs and on the on the metal grates Oof. tore both meniscus, went to Alabama, had surgery on both knees. Checked out of the hospital, went to the airport, got on a plane, came to Austin, slept it off for two days. Four weeks later, I was back in the ring. Double Seth Rollins is just as tough or tougher than me. Yeah, but, Mark, you're special. He can do it. If <laughs> you're want, special. If, if the, you're special, No, Mark. No, no. Jake, I'm not the only one, Dave. I'm not the only one. (laughs) You think it's just because I'm tough? No, everybody realizes the severity of the fact that, you know what, maybe my position gets diminished with me gone. Nobody wants to be gone. They suck it up. And then you learn, you know what, I don't have to do this move and that move and that move. I'll just do this, this, and this to replace that. And I'll still be able to get through this and not have my match look like I'm watered it down. That's what the elite guys are able to do. You work around it. And you know I'm sitting up here, boy. I'm telling all the secrets. Damn. I I, I, I again, yeah, this
1: is. I I, mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, Mark, but because Seth Rollins is one of the. I, I I actually feel like Seth Rollins doesn't get as far as an in-ring worker, his due. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. There's no doubt about it. But the WWE has so many stars right now. Think about it. Charlotte's out for WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair, who I consider the best women's wrestler in the world. She's out for WrestleMania. WWE's not going to skip a beat. They're going to be fine because they're so loaded with talent. If you look at the men's side, if Seth Rollins is out for WrestleMania, there's so many different
3: scenarios, Mark. I think they would be okay. It's not ideal. You proved my point, though, with what you just said. You just proved the point. There's so many people that's qualified, just as qualified as I am, to go and do the job. Why in the hell would I let them have that opportunity? You, You said it. Yep, you're right. Seth Rollins is not going to allow it, man. You're my brother, and I love you to death. But you're wrong on this. I know who he is. I look in the mirror, and I see him every day. I would not let nobody come and take my spot, until unless I really couldn't go. And that's a possibility too, Mark. We don't know the extent,
1: as Dr. David Chow said. Hey, if this is a little bit more serious, he's out. I mean, and that and you can't take anything away from Seth. Sometimes your body just can't go. Mm-hmm. But if it's on the fringe, I you know him better than anybody, Mark. You you know him and his body and and, and listen, I don't think anybody would ever like say that this this man's not a tough man. He's a tough man. So and it's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania.
3: Man, I'm Dave I had a a house show match with Brian Danielson one time. And we took a – well, I took a clothesline off the stairs on the floor. I hit my head on the floor. And as my head bounced off the floor, I headbutted Danielson. Both of us were (laughs) – we were dingy. We still win another ten minutes. Wow. And got to the back. Neither one of us remembered shit. Hey man, it's good match. What happened? <laughs> it's 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 funny now, but that's scary. It's funny that's now, scary. but it wasn't funny then. Yeah, and the tough guys. Do that. You see Danielson's style. Yep. That's a tough-ass dude, man. Let me tell you, Dave, if I'm going down the alley, I want him with me. He's tough, double tough. Seth Rollins is double tough. And he's, I I just know he's going to suck it up and go, and I hope that he can manage it without there being any pain or doing more damage to himself. But I I just know the mentality, man. Like, if if he if he don't go, that means that it's it's worse than we thought.
5: Yo, what's going on? This is Bully Ray from Busted Open on Sirius XM's Fight Nation. For 15 years, we brought you the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. And now, we're bringing you even more. Yo, guys, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. The only place to party on Wednesday nights is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully. Download it on Apple, Pandora,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: netcredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day loans offered by netcredit or lending partner banks and serviced by netcredit application subject to review and approval learn more at netcredit.com partners partner netcredit credit to the people the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble
1: Santino Morella joins us here on Busted Open. Santino, thanks for the time and good morning to you.
5: Hey, thank you. Yeah, perfect timing. I just got my, to my car from the airport, so I sit here and have a nice conversation with you, fine gentleman.
3: Fine gentleman, you stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn handsome beard, sir.
5: Oh, yeah. You know what? I found this. Syrian barber up where i live and he's he's amazing that's and it's in it's in need of some care but on the jericho cruise coming up this weekend it's going to be in fine form
1: well i'll be on the jericho cruise so i can't wait to see you uh looking forward to uh all the all the shows and shenanigans that will be a part of the jericho cruise uh this year but also uh you know, Royal Rumble's coming up. I'll get into that. But let's get into TNA. Uh, Your yeah. you're director of authority, Hard to Kill, just happened, uh, you know, two weeks ago. What a great show. Uh, what a great rebranding for TNA. And I know you're very happy and very proud of everything that's going on with TNA right now.
5: Yeah. You know, we always talk about the moments. And that night in Las Vegas, God, what a moment, man. The the, the, camar- the the atmosphere in the locker room is like we are the Cinderella team on a crazy playoff run. And everyone's just buzzing and hugging each other and proud of each other and uh, you know trying to outwork each other but collectively outwork everybody. And so, as you guys know, Nick Nemeth showed up. And I got a chance to, to give him my take on what's happening here and just hype him up and, and you know – kind of further cement the fact that he made the right decision and with regards to his legacy, uh, it's, it was, man, it's awesome. there. Honest to God, I was telling, I saw Tyler Breeze yesterday. And I was just saying this, I've been there for one year and this company completely reignited my passion for professional wrestling. And it's, it's, it's everybody, it's every single person there from, you know, the, the makeup people to the, the marketing team, to the writers, to the locker room, it's 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 a real synergy taking place and everybody's adding to it and and then the sum of the parts is greater than the individual you know whatever the definition is but it's it's awesome man it
1: really truly is awesome and and just this man i gotta tell you just to see the excitement on your face the energy the passion talking about tna and i'm sure like you didn't know going in what it was going to be like but I mean, I hate keep saying this because I want to see it go on from this, but people, a lot of people say that TNA is kind of like the best-kept secret in pro wrestling. Everybody needs to know how good this company is because the wrestling is second to none. They have some Wicked. amazing wrestlers and some amazing stars. The programming is great each and every Thursday night on Access TV. And this day and age where people don't rely on cable and, you know, they stream, You can stream it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on TNA plus like there's so many different ways to see the great action of TNA wrestling right now.
5: Yeah. The, the, you know, the way people consume the product is changing, right? People stream it, but there's still that stamp of approval. You need from a big television network. That's the only, only, only missing piece. And they're working on it. And once we get on a channel that everyone can see, that's when we're going to change gears and blow up to the next level. And it's like everyone wants to be a part of it when that happens. You know, it's, it's, it's like it's like buying the stocks before the company blows up. You want to be there during that transition. And because it's going to be history, and it's going to happen. I'm, I'm very confident it's going to happen. Everyone's confident it's going to happen. And, and you want to be a part of it when it happens. Not a week later. You got to yeah. be there during that moment, you know
3: anthony i i was i was just thinking exactly the same thing brilliant minds um man we're in uh the, the rumble season and yes. you have had some historical <laughs> uh rumble moments um i i wanna hear your opinion on which one do you look at as being your- your best i
5: talk about the 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 record of getting eliminated the the quickest is is my favorite and it, it um, it's because it kind of uh, it sums up my not just my personality my mentality and my mindset you know there were times where I was given lemons and I and I made lemonade and and that was like a perfect example because uh, the record so you know during the production meeting they kind of said okay you're coming out number, whatever it is, 16, 17, I can't remember. But it's going to be quick. Just, just so you know, it's going to be quick. Um, and then I said, okay, no no, like no problem. Can we try and break the record? And then uh, I believe it was Dean, Dean Malenko was like, let me get back to you. And later in the day, he came back and gave me the thumbs up and said, yep, you're approved to try and break the record. And then we had to break down the, you know, like the technique to to maximize uh, the efficiency of getting up and going over and all that stuff. And and, uh, then became nervous because everyone is like, dude, you can't, you can't mess up. You mess up one step, you know, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. So we executed it pretty well. And, and then it's the gift that keeps on giving because at this time of year, you know, my people are texting me uh, videos and, and uh, it was even used for the Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers meme thing when he got hurt people were using my that rumble <laughs> like I wasn't ready so yeah I, I, it makes me feel like I'm really still a part of it you know
3: you this funny thing to me is uh I I've, I've been in the ring for 28 minutes in rumbles and it, and and I feel like you got it right <laughs> so I'm the one in there ribbing myself being in that 20 plus minutes and you and I could have went out in 1 second. <laughs> oh, I got paid Damn 27 man. million. I got
5: paid 27 million dollars an hour for that for that uh, for that rumble. <laughs> but it only worked 1 second.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that one and you're right. It's always going to be remembered. It's impossible to break that record. I mean, you can't beat you can't beat 1 second. But um but you know it's it. yeah well we'll see maybe who knows <laughs> maybe, um, but then what I far? think of I think of 2011 and now it's the opposite of that moment that you're talking about because now in 2011 you're in there with Alberto Del Rio you're you know the you're one of the last two in the ring and man everybody in that arena and everybody watching at home wanted to see you win the 2011 Royal rumble. So tell yeah. me what it was like being in the ring when you're one of the last two and everybody is rooting for you to win the Royal rumble. Yeah.
5: Well, as my head starts peeking up and people start noticing, it takes a second for somebody to say, look, 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 you know, and then they have to explain like he wasn't eliminated, you know, and then the collective, like excitement building up, like no way. Um, the only thing you know of course I look back I want to tweak something the time I spent between the Cobra and then trying to eliminate him that was like a smidge too long where it was like you know if you do your finisher to somebody you have to give it and they're going to kick out you give them a little extra beat to kind of justify that kick out type thing Um, we kind of did that right you know if I tried to eliminate him a little quicker I believe the believability would have been uh, stronger, right, 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 right to the last minute. Uh, a little bit too much celebration where some somebody may have said, ah, he's celebrating too long. You know, it's, 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 he's not going to win. That's the thing. But that's like me just nitpicking you know, uh, every last Yeah, you step. picking this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I just, I just showed my son last week that moment. And he looked at me like, what the Like, how'd you lose that? (laughs) 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 But I do like, Um, if I do conventions or I do a signing and I meet fans, they always tell me, um, how they experienced that moment. And, you know, especially older guys now, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, my friends and I, we all thought you were going to main event WrestleMania. We all kind of had a collective, like, okay, we're okay with this. This is good. You know? And, And, uh, and then they just, you know, we swerved them. There. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> yeah, the ro- the the transition and rotation at the last minute was pretty smooth. I'll give it to Del Rio and I. We, we it, it was a nice little, you know, reversal. Do-sy.
3: Little dozy do. Little
1: dozy do. <laughs> um, Santino, you you just mentioned your son, your daughter. You know, um, killing it right now in NXT. One of the most popular performers in NXT right now, Ariana Grace, and she's doing such a great job on Tuesday nights for that NXT brand. You know, I I've, I remember having a conversation with you about her growth as a performer, um, but now you're seeing it take place. And now you're seeing her, and, you know, she was just in a big, you know, main event match with Roxanne Perez. Like, talk about, like, just the pride that you <laughs> must have watching her grow as a wrestler, as a performer, taking a character as well to that next level because doesn't you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know it's one thing to be a great wrestler; it's another thing to be a great character and personality. Just talk about that and how proud you must be.
5: Uh, you guys are gonna make me cry in like two seconds, man. Oh, um. uh, I knew it. <laughs> okay. I was. Gonna,
3: I knew it.
5: see, I saw your smile. I go. Did he tell you to say this? Uh, no, it's amazing, you know. And she's funny, and she's entertaining, and you know her work rate is is is, is uh, she's coming off the injury. Her in ring wrestling is uh, it's it's good, man. You know, like the only thing she and she's and she's a very hard worker. So those like um, it, it's reversed. So a lot, a lot of kids they 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 get to move. They want to do all these moves, and then they learn the character stuff later. they learn the character stuff first because she just naturally had that. And and now she's really fine tuning the wrestling, you know, and, and the wrestling that her level of wrestling now is good enough to get, she can get called up tomorrow and she'd be fine. I don't want her to, but uh, I'd like for her to, you know, simmer for another year. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome watching her. And, and, you know, what's even more important to me is that when I, when I go, like we were in Orlando this weekend and everyone that works with her comes up to me and they're like, you know, She's just a, a breath of fresh air in, in the performance center. Her attitude is great. She's a hard worker. Everyone loves her. And that that's even more important um, than, than how well she's doing. But, yeah, it turns out she's pretty funny. I don't know where the hell she got that from. But. I
3: wonder where she got that from. Santino, I remember when she was maybe one. And, you know, you handing her to me and me holding her and, her playing with my hair and all of that kind of stuff and and I then it fast forward uh I guess she was seventeen and you called me and you said hey man um Bianca is is coming to a, a camp. Uh Mark, you need to you gotta see this picture. And you sent me a photo and I went, who is that? And you said, that's Bianca And I went, get the hell out of here. He said, and you started crying. You was like, man, (laughs) she's a woman now. You remember that?
5: Yeah, it's it's my, it's my, my my, she's my trigger where I just get upset just because I was so young when I had her and we've been through a lot together and, and she, she came to my first wrestling match, you know, and, uh she just came with me to japan for a month and she came with me to louisville for a month and she's been to manias and she's been on the road and she was my little ride or die buddy you know and, and now to see her she she got her degree that that's the, that's the deal right you get your degree she got her biology degree and and now it's uh you know it's the greatest adventure i saw i saw uh triple h one time talking to a new uh class of recruits and um Saying if you get this gig, it's going to be the most fun and the greatest adventure you ever had in your life. And, I'm like, how can you not want your kid to have the greatest adventure they ever had in their life? So, it's, I'm just, I'm just loving it. You know, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, it's like beautiful anything, to watch. It's beautiful to watch, man. It's like you know, I try and tell her, listen, if you're going to get called up and, and big things are going to happen, like, Try and make it a surprise for me, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know, if I see if she's having a match and I see the camera guys start creeping up, I know something's going to go down. But um, yeah, I just can't wait for for to experience success as a dad and, you know, go to WrestleMania just as a dad and just walk around like how my dad used to walk around at Mania,
1: <laughs> and just, oh and just enjoy it. Thank you so much for taking the time today.
5: Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Where's Beth Phoenix? I thought we were going to be out at the same time. <laughs> no,
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the busted open podcast is now available on youtube this is dave lagreca host of busted open the number one pro wrestling show on the planet you can now watch and listen to the award-winning busted open podcast every single day on youtube our best interviews behind the scenes access and some of our best content from the past all available right now when you go to youtube.com slash at busted open podcast subscribe right now the amazing beth phoenix beth thank you so much for the time and thanks for joining us this morning
4: oh hi guys it's so nice to uh, thank you so much for the invite but i I do have to mention like this is this is something that's very relatable to wrestlers is every time i hear my entrance music i get a little sweaty i don't know if anybody else feels that way but like (laughs) i don't hear it in my daily life and then i hear it and it just conjures a lot of like i don't have my boots on feelings
3: (laughs) oh my god my my music playing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got to get to the ring. Where's so, Pets? That's oh. very
1: interesting. That's very interesting to me because I, I used to work with Shannon Sharp, who played in the NFL. And he told me that uh, he would always listen to In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins every every day before a game. He would listen to that song. So coming back from a break, we played that song and he actually started like hyperventilating (laughs) before like, because it brought him back to those moments when he played. So let me ask you, are those is there certain things like you said, the entrance theme, that music that brings you back to those moments before you would go to the ring?
4: Oh, my gosh. Always. I mean, and and I have to like just point to Royal Rumble, not like coincidentally, but like the moment you were just playing. Um, you know, with the great Khali, like I remember standing behind the curtain and like, it was an out of body experience. And there's a funny story to my ring entrance, um, you know, for that particular moment, because I would imagine like in a moment like that, I was a surprise, a woman being in the women in the men's Royal Rumble, like I would soak that in, but I was so hyped up and just like, I, I was just in this like space where I was floating. So I just did like the fastest you know, 50 yard dash you could ever imagine and just kind of sprinted to the ring just because it was, it was just su- such a like moment in my um, emotional state <laughs> that I had, I just had no choice but to like tear out of there and rip. But hearing my music in that moment, like I said, it still gives me like some jitters and, um and just these feelings from like standing right behind the curtain in that like real serenity, the three seconds before boom, you mm-hmm. hear it and go out.
3: Your lips still sprained from kissing Kali? Because every spot (laughs) that I ever did with him hurt.
4: (laughs) So, yes. So, I mean, it's barely a kiss. It's more like a headbutt. And it's so funny, like, speaking of Santino, of Anthony, um, apparently during the day, as a way to rib me, they all the boys were encouraging uh, Kali to go eat these cloves of garlic. So that when I, we went in for the kiss, that it would be something I'd never forget. And so I'm so uh, when we go to do the kiss, and like I said, he smashed me in the face and he rolls out of the ring, he's spitting and wiping his mouth. And I'm like, buddy, it wasn't that great for me either. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, yuck, yuck. I'm like,
3: dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so oh good. my God. Oh, my God. I didn't so know about good. the
2: garlic cloves thing. That's so funny. It was a you thing. know that's
3: that's <laughs> right up there with Mae Young putting the uh tuna fish in her pants before she went out and gave uh, the stink face to um Eric Bischoff.
2: That's oh hilarious. Gosh.
3: Y'all never heard that? that. Stop oh it. my gosh. Listen, man. That's I, legendary. I've been a part is I've been a part that of is some, some great legend ribs. stuff right there. <laughs> But <laughs> hey, if you go back and look at it, Eric is like this.
2: Oh my
3: God! Like he's gosh. trying to get out of there, and he can't. He can't get away. He can't escape. He can't get
4: away. That May, yeah. like Adam.
3: That's hilarious. Adam had
4: to do a kiss with May. He told me about. We went back and watched it. He's like thinking it's going to be like you know, like a TV kiss. Oh no, May went for it. Oh, no. He was like, oh, She'll okay.
3: Oh, I she kissed May too. kissed me. Yeah,
1: kissed yeah. that- <laughs> me. That- that reminds me of when my second wife ribbed me by saying "I do." Uh, so, so, <laughs> um, so, Beth, um, for you and 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 again, we throw this oh. word around a lot, legend. And you know, you are in multiple Hall of Fames. Like, you know, what you've done for the business, what you've done for women's wrestling, what you've done for wrestling in general. It's again when you look at the landscape of women's wrestling. Let's just say right now in the WWE, where there is a Women's Royal Rumble now that we could talk about and break down like in a lot of ways you know what you were able to do in your career you did change the landscape a lot for women's wrestling do you do you understand what you've been able to to bring to this business when you look back on it now.
4: Oh, well, I I understand that I was a part of a whole, you know, like and Mickey was right there with me. So she knows, too, like we all had our real specific roles, which at that time was in such like a little micro chasm, micro, micro chasm. I don't know if that's a word, but, you know, a little a little environment where there was just very, very few of us. Um, so we all had to really kind of find a niche and stick to it and fight hard. You know, we, we fought for time, we fought for opportunities, and then we had the added pressure of like, and I know today's girls understand this too. Okay. Now you're awarded these opportunities that prior generations wanted. Well, we don't want to mess it up. We want to, we want to go out and show out so that, you know, it's, we're validated for saying we deserve this and we want this. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that's just been like an uphill climb over the years. I'm really proud to have been like a little step along the way um, and a part of all of that. But, you know, I, I think like sometimes the the diva term and the whole uh, that era gets a lot of disparaging comments. And mm-hmm. I hate that because it was really all of us doing the best we could with what we were given. Right. And, and everybody worked their butts off. So, um, I'm just I'm really, really happy that we've come so far because I don't I, I know that maybe Mickey feels this way too. We were so tired of the first this and the first that and the first women's hell in the cell. It's like now everyone just looks forward to the women as performers. I feel like we're pretty close to the same level as what they look forward to in the men. And we bring something really special to the table. Um, so Again, it's like it's a it's a group of us. It's not any any one of us. But I'm really proud that I got to work with so many generations of great girls over the years. Cosm, yeah.
3: chasm. It don't matter, Beth. Uh, chasm, micro chasm. <laughs> cosm, but it's, it's a, it, it don't matter. We, <laughs> thank you, Mark. <laughs> we, we talked about this right before you before you came on, as it relates to Mickey and 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 your significance in in pro wrestling, and both of you women. Like I, I respect the hell out of y'all because of I remember y'all fighting those fights. I was there. I remember it. I saw it firsthand. Some of the some of the verbal conversations uh like I don't want to do that no more. Like um I I appreciate Beth the the first this and the first that because I I've seen the advancements of black people in America and the the women's rights movement and the gay rights movement's mirror the civil rights movements and it is it's cool to see the first hell in a cell match for women it's cool to see the first ladder match to me i i respect it and i appreciate it and 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 you don't have to delegate yourself to in the in the 40s and 50s uh the torrent feather matches for black people and women don't have to do them bra panty matches no more, and all wrestling and that kind of shit, so like I understand that, and I appreciate those moments i don't I don't think that commonality is um uh is always equal and uh i I hope you don't don't um don't understate that because I think it's important to have the first.
4: Yeah, I mean, without the first, we couldn't have the second, right? And and it also sure. takes a lot of bravery and courage to go out there and be willing to fail. And I think, like, there was a lot of stumbles along the way. It was not this perfect linear, like, here we go. There were some moments where we we're like, oh, like... You know, we'd, we would Mickey and I would have an opportunity on our live events to have a 20 minute match that would have the people on their feet. And then we come to TV and it would be like, OK, you got two minutes. So, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it would it was a li- it was a lot of this. It wasn't just yeah.
3: your bone before. A TV.
4: <laughs> well, Can I and- just say,
2: Beth, that Matt, one of the matches that you t- I still quote that match is one of my favorite matches of all time. In Fairbanks, Alaska, I believe it was in Fairbanks, Alaska when we came back and we had like 20 minutes and the entire locker room was on their feet. Arn, Rick, Hunter, uh, Cena, everybody, everybody there was giving us a standing ovation. And I can't remember if we came back to TV and it was like a water gun fight or a lingerie yeah. fight or something like that. That was like, but um you're, I just, it's hard because Mark was just saying this too. And we, we're so humbled and like, you know, we kind of underplay that significance or like those things and our roles in that thing. So a lot of times, because it was, it was like a mountain of people that made those things happen, both male and female. I mean, fit fought for us so hard and we'd fight with fit. Can you imagine now, because I just started working with OVW again, right? So Mm -hmm. I've gone back there. And so it's very humbling because you walk in the doors And I remember I'm like sitting there and I go like I was sit that was my seat right there in that second stand in that second tier or whatever. Think back to, I mean, baby Phoenix, baby, baby fire buzzard and like the things like from, you know, that 2004, 2005, 2006 and and Louisville, Kentucky, like just praying an opportunity to to things to wear that like could you imagine telling yourself the career that you've had now and where you sit on this other side of it as being wow. one of the most well respected women in the industry certainly of this era certainly of this era like well I I know
4: you know Mickey and I had matches very early in our career together you know I, I think I was maybe 19 or 20 and we got to work the first time um, but in OVW I think like um, you know we were myself in particular I was not uh, in the the vein of the mold that they were looking for at the moment. And it was almost detrimental to have some independent experience at that time, mm-hmm. because I think they were worried we would have habits that they couldn't train out of us. Or um, there might be like, um, you know, I, I clearly didn't have the look as at like the like the current brand was looking for. Um, So I was trying really hard to like sexualize myself and like wear sexier things and try to tap into that side of me. But it was really inauthentic because I don't feel like I have that aura. Um, So it was it was a struggle while I was there to find myself. But I think once I got to a good balance where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable wearing this cat suit. I think it's sexy, but it's sexy in my way. But I still want to try with whatever opportunity I'm given to like have a good match. And I was actually thinking about this is this was unrelated, but I was thinking about it when I got to see Mark today and we we're mentioning OVW. I had a big moment where I'd been using a val as a valet for a long time, but I'd get little flashes of you get to take this bump or you get to do this. I got to spear Seth um, Skyfire, sky you know, little things. And sky there was fire. a big moment. Yeah. <laughs> There was a big moment. I remember where I was kind of like getting noticed and, um, and I was going to get super kicked off the apron by our beloved Matt Capitelli. And, um, I was so hyped up and so excited that I wanted to take this huge bump. So I got super kicked off the apron and I missed the apron and I landed like on my face, like on my head, like almost like a moonsault. And it was a very scary, ugly bump. And I was like, Oh, I started moving. I'm like, I'm okay. I think it looked good. I don't know. And then I'm I opened my eyes and Mark Henry's standing over me because apparently in the back it looked so scary. It looked bad. Mark thought I broke my neck. So during T V, Mark came out. I don't know if you remember this, Mark, and you you checked you busted right through that curtain to check on me. Um and Book the I show I always at that point. I remember that. And I I always had such gratitude for you, like just seeing somebody that, you know, a a young person, again, like myself, that was trying so hard and too hard, trying too hard. And Mark was there as such a great support. And I just, I never got to tell that story. And I was like, this is a good opportunity. Hmm. But um, that's, that's the teamwork. And it wasn't just women fighting for women. It was so many of the guys saw us hungry and wanting more and would speak up on our behalf. Um, So there, it's not just a a gender divide in that respect.
1: Busted open is part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM XM Phi Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters